Good morning and welcome. Today's Tanya portion for the 21st of the first Adar of Adar 1. A very short portion as we bring closure to a chapter we've been working on all week, chapter 30. And the theme of chapter 30 is we must be humble before all men. There is no one we could possibly look at as simple, as unobservant, as sinful perhaps as that person might be, who should not call out within us a feeling of humility. Why? We're better than them. And again, the Alter Rebbe is addressing a Benoni, an intermediate person who doesn't sin. A Benoni, according to Tanya, is someone who doesn't sin. The reason is, because we should never judge ourselves by our actions, and we should never judge someone else by their actions. We should judge someone else and ourselves by how successful we are in dealing with our temptations and trials and tribulations. How would you do if you had a burning temptation to do this and this? So you can't credit yourself, the fact that you're not a bank robber, if you were never really tempted to rob a bank. You can't say, I'm a good guy, I don't rob banks. And the Alter Rebbe, addressing a Benoni, said, in order for you to understand, Mr. Benoni, the temptations of the guy who's out there working downtown on 42nd Street, that's what he does. That's where his business is. And he sees all the trials and tribulations which the eye, the human eye could see. And he's tempted. And he does or does not pass the test. You have to ask yourself, says the Alter Ebbe, how do you pass your tests? Do you engage in prayer, in Torah study with alacrity, with vim and vigor? Do you give charity as you should? Do you meditate when you say a blessing do you stop telling a story even though it's not Lashon Hara, it's borderline Lashon Hara, even if you're only defending yourselves? Says the Alter Rebbe now in these closing words, about 12 lines from the bottom in the Hebrew, in the English, the last symbol, 137, 138. Avo the truth is, says the Alter Rebbe, God expects a lot more from someone who is at a higher level if he knows how to learn Torah. He's a Yodeya Sefer. He knows the book. The Jewish people are called the people of the book. And he holds strong to the Torah of Hashem, and he desires on a, on a regular basis the closeness of Hashem, and he slips in these very fine acts, what could be said, that his sin is unforgivable, and perhaps his sin is greater, double, and more so, why he does not wage the war with his evil inclination. 
Be'erech u'pchines mechomo atzumo hanau, this intense waging of war. His sin could be considered perhaps by God greater, me'ashmas kal shebekalim, than the sin of the most worthless of worthless of people. Me'yeshve kronos, the guys who hang out on the corners, the gangbangers. Horchekim me'ashem betayrosay, they're so distant from Hashem and from His Torah. But ve'ein ashmosam gedele kolkach. However, their guilt is not that great. What can be expected of them? What background do they have? What knowledge do they have? Their sin is not, their guilt is not that great. The fact that they do not conquer their evil inclination. Because their evil inclination burns within them like a fiery furnace. And we expect them to conquer their desires. Because of the fear of Hashem. Who understands and gazes at every deed. There, perhaps we can argue that their sin is not as great. Like the guilt of the one who is very close. El Hashem to God, to His Torah, and His service. Let me give you an example. People have several children. One child, may God protect us, has challenges in learning. He's, he's what we call today learning disabled. Doesn't do very well in school. Maybe he goes to a special class. This kid comes home from class, and the teacher calls and sends a note and has a mazel tov. The kid got a C. And this kid goes to Disneyland. Wow, a C. You're terrific. Because up to now, he, ne he could never even get marked. So now he's a big success. This family also has an A student. And the A student sloughed off and got lazy and came home with a C. He gets put in his room for the rest of his life. And then some. So he says, hey, daddy, mommy, why are you punishing me? My brother went to Disneyland when he got a seat. And me, he said, well, how do you compare it? You're an A student. From you we expect better. And we saw you didn't study. If you worked as hard as your brother, you'd be a genius. So there is a different value system Hashem judges us not by what we are, but what, by what we can be. Be all you can be in the army of Hashem. As our sages of blessed memory said, with regard to Achar, or Acher, there was a very great sage whose name was Elisha. He's mentioned in the ethics of our fathers in Pirkei Avot, Elisha ben Avuya. He was in fact a teacher, one of the teachers of Rabbi Meir. And he was a great scholar. And then he was one of those who entered into the garden of Kabbalistic teachings on high. As the Talmud says, Arba Nichnesu Lepardis, four entered into the garden. And his story was that he lost his faith. And he became a heretic. Yet he maintained his scholarship. When somebody becomes a heretic, 
He doesn't lose his knowledge. So our sages say that he is judged very severely. Sheyoda bechveidi. Because he knows my glory, says Hashem. Whereas the guy who doesn't know is not judged so severely. I never tire of telling the story of the man who comes to town and he proudly advertises that he's a heretic in days of old. He's an apikoros, which is the scholarly word for a heretic. An apikoros. The rabbi of the community gets so excited, he makes an appointment to see him. He goes to him in his hotel. He says, Baruch Hashem, I get to meet an apikoros face to face. Wow, I'm so fortunate. Let's discuss the complex sections of the Talmud. The man says, I, I, I don't know Talmud, I'm an Apikoros. He says, okay, we'll do Mishnah. He says, I don't study Mishnah. He says, okay, we'll do the Medrash. He says, I've never studied Medrash. He says, how about Rashi and Chumash? He says, don't know what you're talking about. I'm an Apikoros. Can't you hear me, man? The rabbi says, with all due respect, you should excuse me. You're not an Apikoros, you're an ignoramus. An Apikoros is someone who studies is proficient in the study, is a scholar, and then rejects. You are an ignoramus. So in order to be a heretic, we have to be a great scholar. That's what Elisha ben Abuya was. They called him Acher, the other one. And therefore, in defending the simple people, our sages of blessed memory said regarding Ignorant, illiterate, simple people, simple Jews. Shazdeines, that their intentional transgressions, Nasilahem, are become for them, Kishgoga, is like unintentional. Because what do they know? They never received the proper education. And that's the whole basis of the approach of true non judgmentalism. Chapter 30, <coughs> chapter 30 in the Tanya is the chapter where the Alter Rebbe establishes. The approach required of every disciple of the Alter Rebbe to be non-judgmental of others and welcoming to others. Now, the question is, what if the other person knows and he rejects? That's covered in part two of chapter 32, which is the other of those drop-in uh, portions, chapters in Tanya and of today's Tanya portion.